Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. sends emails out at like 9.30 at night, like 5 in the morning. What the fuck? Fuck, dude. Yeah. The fuck? Dude, you know who really sucks is my regional manager for Verizon that works in our store. Uh-huh. Because I emailed him, but he hasn't emailed me back. I need him to send me a link so I can get my up- upgrade. And I am actually am getting the S4, but the only reason I'm getting the S4 is because I get $100 off all phones, and it's only $99, so I get it for free. So I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm just going to get the free phone. And also, we someone brought in a uh, a broken uh, S4. Or not S4, a, a Note, Note 3. So I went on, I went to the sales floor and I put a uh, I put it in the otter box. And I put it in my pocket. Hmm. I told my boss, you know, I just want to see how, how it feels like in the pocket. He's like, all right, cool. Just make sure you put it back. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... I carried it around for like three hours. I, I didn't like it. It's just it was too much. Yeah. And my boss has an S4, so I put that in, that in the pocket was fine. But the the note was just like, I literally felt like my pants were falling down on one side. Like it was just too fucking much. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna get the S4, which is still bigger than the phone I have now. Right. So. <laughs> then I'm gonna install. Uh, I'm gonna install Linux on it. Alright, shall we start this motherfucker? Motherfucker. I guess. Episode be that. Oh, really? Now really? What? Really? Really? What the fuck? Really? 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 What the fuck? Now, now, I try to click the link on um, OneNote, and it's like, unable to open the... Oh, it's doing, it's doing the same same thing for me too. It might be. Let me try to make a new link just to test, because it might be because I backed them all up. I just want to double check. Let me see if I can link a video or something. Link test. Shit. Link test. I mean, we can just pull them up this time. Yeah, that's what it is. I just put link test. 
I just yeah, I just put link test and it was fine. It probably just didn't back up the links. Yeah, I'm just never. Well, it's funny because I just I'm going over and I'm copying the links and it's, it's and I'm pasting it into the search bar and it's coming up fine. Oh, okay. So I don't know what the fuck you did over there. Fuck you. Why are you such a piece of shit? Because you hack. <laughs> that didn't even make any sense. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to make sense. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't do anything. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Is this your boy? Is this your boy? This oh, your man, boy? my mouse is fucking up. Oh, there we go. Is this your boy? Is this your boy? You just got clapped up with him. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't do anything, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. Motherfucker. Alright. All right. Bam. Alright, let's get this going. <sighs> Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And thank you for that <laughs> dramatic pause. <laughs> I always pause because I don't know why. I go, oh shit, I'm supposed to say my name. <laughs> and yeah, everybody knows who this is Adam B. Dubs Riley Up in this motherfucker Big Daddy Riley Motherfucker Wow Yeah <laughs> uh, Alright, well uh, Some of the things that uh, Kind of Slowly working back into the whole you know, into the stuff that I kind of let slip by. You know, comic books and shit like that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, uh, but one of the things I have been getting back into is comics. But, uh, like with DC, until the Forever Evil shit wraps up, I'm kind of not touching that. Except for uh, Batman Zero Year. Um, I'm hitting that one up. But uh, I've been hitting up a lot of Marvel's issue ones, like um, the new Wolverine. Uh, we also had the Loki Agent of Asgard, which actually, the first issue was a cool read. But I like it because they're actually pitting, spoilers if you haven't read it yet, they're actually pitting new Loki against old Loki. So, and, in, an uh, epic, in an epic battle. In an epic battle, yeah. So there's there's been some uh, cool stuff coming on that and new Captain Marvel, or uh, yeah, and um, so there's a lot of cool stuff that's coming out. So I'm picking up a lot of those first issues. And I'll be talking some more about them when we actually do our comic podcast next week. Yeah, I should probably read some comics. Yeah, you probably should. You know, <laughs> the little comics you read on Facebook don't count. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you see that meme, bro? So ready for the podcast. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, but uh, also working off my new computer right now with Windows 8, so yeah, mm. there's a drawback, but... <laughs> <laughs> Windows 8 works fine. No, it's it's just, it's so drastically different from... It's aesthetically weird. Yeah, like from, I mean, the fact that you have two Switch screens, you know, you have all the apps and then, and then the regular desktop, it's just, it's weird to kind of get used to that. There's a lot of little things in it that are cool, though, like um, one off the top of my head, um, Windows 8 can natively mount ISO files as disks now. Oh, so you don't have to, so yeah, you don't have to buy an external thing. And then they have um, their own software-based RAID system called Spaces, and I was fucking with it. It's actually pretty dope. 
Like you, you can you just have a couple of drives externals doesn't matter and it'll automatically create like backup spaces and it's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> it's just easy. Like right. I, to me, I don't care. I'll set up braid, whatever. I know how to do it. But for like the average person, it's kind of cool. Not that anybody ever backs up their shit. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I'm I'm looking at stuff like. Uh, because, like, my brother got a new laptop, too, so it's, like, working with his and, and working with mine, it's, it's like, just trying to get used to the difference between using the app or downloading the actual program and then flipping over to the desktop screen versus the, the regular start screen. So it's just, it's getting used to that and then getting used to clicking the corners. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and it's I can tell I, I can tell you from experience, I didn't use, like, I don't use it any of the apps whatsoever. Um, the only pers- people that use the apps is my kids. They download little games and shit, but that was it. I, I use desktop shit because I keep it real. Mm. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, so, yeah, so it's just, it's getting used to that and just trying to trying to make this shit all work. <laughs> But I've been needing this shit for a long time. Yes, you have. Yeah. I've gone through four computers in the time that it took you to buy one. Yeah, a desktop. Uh, I've had two laptops in that time. That you've yeah, those, th- those aren't computers. <laughs> oh. Those are time bombs just waiting to break. <laughs> I hate laptops. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool, though. But, fuck, yeah, dude. It's just like, boom. Boom. It's running so smooth. So smooth. So, um, I normally we release these on on Monday, but uh, this week was was really interesting. Uh, I was at my girl's place for the Valentine's Day weekend, fucking we, around, of course. Um, but heading back over here on the basically between Studio City and and where I live, like probably about the halfway point. Or a little, little more than halfway, all of a sudden, we're on the freeway, suddenly her car just, like, goes right, almost, like, slipped right into neutral. All of a sudden, you see the, uh, we're in the, we're on the 101, and it's, like, almost the shoulder lane, you know, but all of a sudden, it's just, like, why does it feel like we're slowing down? And, like, her uh, RPM speedometer is just, like, ooh, ooh. like, oh, shit. It's like the worst thing to. I was already gonna be a little late anyway, so then I'm like, uh, yeah. So I hit Adam. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we just stalled out on the freeway. I was like, this motherfucker <laughs> lying, just trying to take a night off and yeah, shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it ended up, uh, yeah, recording today. So not ideal, but oh well. Yeah, whatever. Cause I have tomorrow off. I didn't have today off, so I was like, all right. It's not me. about you. <laughs> it it kind of is. It kind of <laughs> is. Kinda is. Yeah. Actually, it always is, really. Don't forget you, all right? <laughs> um, shit. Sorry, I just got a uh, replacement keyboard for my old uh, Alienware M11X laptop that I am passing on to my daughter. Um, Forty bucks for a piece of shit keyboard. <laughs> but speaking of computer parts, um just built my fucking beast dude nice. uh, dude 
So, before I tell you the specs of mine, I'll tell you the specs of Steve's. Um, because <laughs> I, he was going to get um, a gateway, which is a perfectly fine machine, but gateway has been doing proprietary connections like in the motherboard, so you can't really upgrade it. It's real stupid. Um, so he got the Asus uh, desktop with the A10 uh, processor. Um, I can't remember the exact processor. It's A10, uh, eight gigs of RAM, terabyte drive, full beast mode. Um, it's, it's a pretty good computer for the price. I was I was impressed with it. I've set up like five of them at my job. So, my computer. Get a little more details because I had to buy piece by piece because I'm a true G. All right, I I don't buy them pre builts Motherfucker. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, I got the the half. Oh, what the hell? See, I can't even remember what it's called now. The case is pretty cool. So it's a Cooler Master Half XB Evo. It's a it's a cube. It's not a rectangle. So it, it's an interesting design. Uh, the Asus GTX 660 OC Edition graphics card. Um, the G Skill G Skill eight gigs of RAM that I had before. Um, my 60 gig terabyte drive. The FX6300 6-core Black Edition processor. Not a big deal. So, <laughs> no, it's pretty It's pretty beast. Um, I already bought an upgrade for it. It's like an addiction, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have an air cooler in it now, and it just, it's too fucking loud. I can't, I can't do it. So I just was like, forget it, and at work I picked up the uh, Corsair H100i dual fan uh, water cooler. I'll be putting that one in um, probably tomorrow, so it'll be whisper quiet. It also has, so the cooler, the radiator itself and the pump plugs into one of the USB headers on the board, and you have full control over all the fans. The fans connect into the pump, so I can control exactly how fast they're going. I can control, I can see, a, like, graphs of heat and how hot it gets when you do this and how hot it gets when you do that. Right. So it's it's little geeky shit that is really isn't necessary, but I'll stare at for hours <laughs> because I have nothing else to do. So, but yeah, just built my computer. Um, I'm happy that Steve stepped it up too. Finally, I mean he was. I mean his previous computer he was um he was on a uh, IBM Aptiva, <laughs> 1995. No, I'm just kidding. He's running Windows Windows 98. <laughs> It was Windows NT. <laughs> That's newer than 98, so that's cool. Um, yeah, on a bootleg OS. <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. I'm actually going to have to run a bootleg OS on mine because um, I only have one copy of Windows 8, mm-hmm. and I'm not buying it again. <laughs> it, it, it's like, that's the one thing I hate. Like, okay, I built a new computer. Oh, now i got to go buy Windows 8 again. That's bullshit. That yeah, I have bullshit. a copy I have a copy of Civilization V. I bought a new computer. I'm just going to install it on the new computer. Get, get you know, you smell what I'm throwing? Yeah. A little ridiculous. That but, uh, ridiculous, but... You know, fight the system, so. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well... I guess it's time we uh, jump into some uh, 
some uh, movie and TV news. And how. And how. While CW fans are getting their version of The Flash with uh, Grant Gustin playing the lead role, true fans will remember the short-lived 90s CBS series, The Flash. You may, re- you may have heard Adam and I discuss this during one of our most recent podcasts, but it seems the uh, new series is remembering its origins in the realm of television. John Wesley Shipp, who donned the original costume back in the day, will be returning to the new series. More than a simple nod to the original, if the series is picked up, he'll likely be back in a recurring role on the series. His role remains top secret at the moment, and isn't clear who he will be in the series, but when they keep it quiet, it usually means it's something big. Uh, Wouldn't it be awesome if they made him reverse Flash? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That would be so sick. How would that? Wouldn't that be? I mean, that... And in the in the in the post, I think I think I just blew my own mind. <laughs> uh, as far as the casting for the pilot goes, this is who we have so far: uh, Tom Cavanaugh as the physics rock star Harrison Wells, Jesse L. Martin as Detective Wes, Candace Patton as Wes's daughter and Barry's love interest Iris, uh, Danielle Patabaker as Caitlin Snow, an bioengineering expert, and Rick Cosnet as Detective Eddie Thawne. Um, this is pretty awesome as far as um, as far, uh, as far as the original series. I'm looking forward to seeing this guy back on television. Many of you remember him for, as Dawson's father in the WB series, Dawson's Creek. But I, I guess before we get too excited, we should wait to see if it makes it to a series first. Wait a minute. Okay, never mind. I was thinking about something else. You said Dawson's Creek, and I was thinking of, of Seventh Heaven. And I'm like, <laughs> the father from Seventh Heaven was the Flash? What no. the fuck? No, he was the captain of the Enterprise on Star Trek The Motion Picture. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm I blowing about, my own mind. I, I thought, oh, wouldn't that be cool if he was reverse Flash? That would be so fucking awesome. Uh, he little, he, I think that'd be a little too old for that, but still, that would be sick. Yeah, dude. I mean, that would just be totally for the geeks, that dude. Fan service. No one would even notice. Yeah. <laughs> so who's reverse? I fucking now that the Flash is coming to CW, so many people now. Oh, I don't even know who the Flash is. And I'm like, shut up then. Yeah. Like, fucking fuck mouths. Fuck you. This isn't about you. <laughs> why is the Flash really? Why is the Flash really fast? Is it his suit? He taps into the Speed Force. You fucking idiot. I said that to someone. Quote. <laughs> I barely knew them, by the way. <laughs> fucking idiot is what I call them. Nice. Don't open your mouth till you look shit up. Motherfucker. <laughs> His suit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, his suit. Anyway. <sighs> While the Avengers, Age of Ultron, uh, begins principal production today. Now this is, Steve wrote this article, because he uses terms like principal production, which I don't even know what that means. They're filming the thing, is, is, is what I think it means. will fix it in post. Right, exactly. Um, it seems customary that we talk about the news coming out of the Star Wars camp. Uh, there has been a ton of rumors floating around, and it is never backed up with facts. That's true. Um, but with someone close to the production, uh, with some details, um, this, isn't a ne- this isn't necessarily a fact, but it seems more likely that some of the other production rumors we've been hearing... Hitfix is reporting through multiple sources that production on episode V7 
<laughs> we'll be, I'm just kidding. We'll begin in mid-May. I played Final Fantasy my entire life. I know how to read Roman numerals, please. Um, we'll begin in mid-May, and we'll run through September. This this makes sense, given that the script has recently been completed, and some of the leaks from actors slate production to begin sometime in May. Completely, completely principal production in September will give them more than a year to complete. I hate reading things that aren't mine. A year to complete post-production for the film to make its December 18, 2015 release date. The film will begin production in London, and we can expect some, some type of official news in the coming weeks, as well as a cast breakdown. If you note the production date, it means that Abrams and company will not be able to make the customary San Diego Comic-Con visit. Most likely Disney will plan something through video to get fans something. Um, so Star Wars is taking place in London this year? Weird. I know, right? Just kidding. <laughs> it is far away, so it does fit. Yeah, but... <laughs> in a country far, far away. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Dead silence. That's all we're getting right now. <laughs> Nothing going on. Were you? Was that it? That's it? Oh. That's all you wrote? Damn. I thought you would have gave your look. Well, no, one of the big things... What do you want me to say? Is this going to start production? Scene. I mean, I think... <laughs> <laughs> drop mine. I think it's... Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting. It's going to be interesting when we know more. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I I, I like Star Wars. I do. But it's, not, it's never been something that I'm like, Fuck, it's Star Wars! Like, I just don't... I don't know. I like it, but it's just like whatever. Like it will come out, and we'll see it, and whatever. I, I get more hyped up with the old ones. Like I would get, I get more hyped up in the like re-releasing the old ones on Blu-ray with extra f- scenes that you never saw. I'm like, oh right. shit, you know. But these new ones, like, ah, whatever, you know. See how it turns out. Well, I think we've had that that the stigmata effect from like, you know, the whole previous thing, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Lucas bit. So I think I think that kind of, you know, stick, sticks us a little bit, and I think a lot of us still remember that. So, but Lucas. <laughs> but you know, it's like, uh, you know, with J.J. Uh, Abrams. I mean, you know, look what he did with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's quite possible we could have something really, really solid on the horizon. I know, I know there were there were reports that he didn't want to film it in London. He wanted to film it in L.A., but. Disney was like, oh no, we're filming it in London. Why? Well, they actually filmed the other two, the other, the original three over there. That's probably why. They get shit already set up. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that London is a bad place to film. Beautiful yeah, town. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that all these actors, they probably live in L.A. Yeah. Just would be easier, but whatever. J.J. Abrams likes to keep it local anyway, but. J.J. Well. Abrams. J.J. Abrams got to do with Disney. He worked for Disney now, homie. Exactly, yeah. He's got to do what Disney says. You, you know, you're not a bad robot now. You're, you work it's for like, Disney. Hey, um, I was thinking about filming in L.A. and Disney's like, that's, that's cute. You're trying to make decisions. Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be filming in uh, London. Why? Oh, well, my niece just really wants to go to London. So we're going to film in London. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they said that and you're like, aw, how cute. Oh, that's... <laughs> That's so cute. You must be new around here. Let's, uh... <laughs> the house of mouse don't answer to nobody, homie. Exactly. All right. Oh, man. 
It's Mickey around this bitch. <laughs> All right. Moving into uh, gaming news. So you guys have definitely heard us talking about the potential release in North America of Sony's PlayStation Vita Slim handheld device. Well, after it was released last year in Japan and last week in the UK, it was only a matter of time before it found its way to the US. Well, it seems that we now have a, our release date, or at least kind of our release date. Uh, PlayStation hardware marketing head John Kohler uh, announced on Monday that the slim PlayStation Vita will arrive in North America this spring with a 199 Borderlands 2 bundle. Ooh. The, yeah, the new unit is 20% lighter and thinner than the original device and replaces its OLED screen with a 5-inch LCD screen. Not only that, but it will come with a built-in 1 gigabyte memory card and an additional hour of battery life, which brings which will bring it to 6 hours of gameplay. While I figured in our earlier podcast that we would see it sometime this spring, it seems that a redacted tweet from 2K Games re- listed the release date as March 18th. I personally have decided to hold off on getting a PlayStation 4 to get myself a Vita. And if you can actually check out the announcement video on our website, thelazygeeks.com. Lazygeeks.com. Yeah. Yeah. I stole it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's funny, too, because like, shortly after this... Um, was um, Amazon started doing pre-orders, but they were listing it in May. I don't think it's. I don't think May. It, I don't, it, Amazon does that shit though. They do placeholders like. Yeah, I have a funny feel it's gonna be like April. I always love when people go, "Ooh, Amazon uh, pre-orders say that such and such device is gonna be like a thousand dollars." It's like it's a fucking placeholder, stupid. <laughs> they don't. They don't know. You know, it, instead of putting question marks, they right. should put. They should be. Should put to be announced. I don't know yeah. why they put a fake. Yeah. There's too many stupid people. Million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do that. Yeah. What's the projected price? A bazillion dollars. That's what I'll put. <laughs> a gazillion trillion dollars. <laughs> it's like, is that even a number? <laughs> or get people really hyped up. It's like uh, Vita Two comes out and it's gonna $1. be. It's gonna be like forty nine ninety five. Something <laughs> stupid. People would flip. There'd be a whole, there would be a whole group of people online that'd be like, "Oh shit, I'm buying two. <laughs> Give me four. <laughs> <laughs> Limit one per customer. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be selling it in a swap meet at La Puente. <laughs> a La Puente. A La Puente pues. A La Puente way. Um. <laughs> All right, enough of the shit. Speaking of the PS4. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Very loose segue, but all right. Hey man, I'm all about, I'm all about fucking segways. I'm gonna start doing that. Like it's gonna make no sense to each other, and I'm just gonna speaking of like, I wasn't talking about that. Shut the fuck up. Sony is celebrating. Speaking of questionable sexual orientation, <laughs> um, Sony is celebrating the month of January due to great sales numbers of their next gen console. The PS4 is quote the number one selling game console in the U.S. in January. Still number one worldwide, end quote. And the, play, and the PlayStation Australia website added, quote, the PS4 system moved into the top spot for next generation console sales last month, end quote. <laughs> Which is funny to me because I, from what I hear, you can't even find a PS4 in Australia. Like, oh, yeah. they're, they're like sold out, sold out over there. Um, you can quit fucking around on the beach. They might put more in the damn, you know? It's so active. 
Well, it's starting to turn into what winter over there? Is there fall or something? I don't know. It's like a weird alternate dimension that I don't, <laughs> I don't fully understand. I'm just kidding. Women over there, women over there, are bananas hot, dude. Like I don't know what's in the water. I really don't. Sharks. <laughs> sharks. It's from swimming away from sharks all the time that they're just toned. Um, <laughs> this. <laughs> oh Jesus. This report comes from... blew my own mind. <laughs> I know. This report comes from the NPD, so there are no official sales numbers, but over on the official PlayStation blog, the VP of PlayStation Marketing, John Collar, said, quote, PS4 was number one in sales for next-gen consoles in January, nearly doubling the nearest next-gen competitor. Of course, this is end quote, of course, the nearest and only next-gen competitor <laughs> comes from Microsoft in the form of the Xbox One. The PS4 didn't stop there, with sales overtaking even Nintendo's 3DS as well, which is, that's pretty impressive. Um, NPD added, quote, PS4, there's a lot of little quotes in here, PS4 led overall hardware sales this month, followed by the Xbox One. Microsoft, not to be completely outsold, reported in a press release that the Xbox One and Xbox 360 combined sold the most <laughs> games across all console platforms. What a cheat, dude. Quote, <laughs> <laughs> there were no sales number comparisons against the Nintendo Wii U. However, it's safe to assume it wasn't in the running. Um, <laughs> well, gee, I always got to add, like, a little jab. No one even mentions the Wii U anymore. Like, oh, the no. Wii what? Oh, oh, yeah, I don't know what that's doing. <laughs> Didn't that come I think out in, like, 2007 or something? Two people bought it this month. Three returned it. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I always love when I, I'll, I'll hear people that they'll defend the Wii U. And I never, like, here it's my it's my podcast. I'll say what the fuck I want. Like, in, in real in real life situations, ah, the Wii U's not for me. I think they need to step it up a little bit. Like I, But I say it in a respectful way. Because you don't want to offend, like, maybe a hardcore, like, Nintendo fanboy or something like that. Right. And every time, oh, well, they always have the same tone. Oh, well, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I have a Wii U, and, I mean, it's fun. Like, Super Smash Brothers is coming out. They always add that. The new Super Smash Brothers is coming out. They say it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, golly, Super Smash Brothers, the same game since the Nintendo 64. It just <laughs> looks prettier. Right. If I'm going to play Super Smash Brothers, I'm going I'm to dust off that N64 and get get real with it, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. When that dude. game came out on the N64, it was beast. Oh, yeah. So what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, I mean, yeah, naturally the PlayStation 4 beat the Xbox because there were PlayStation 4s out. I mean, no, they have. I mean, over here, there's plenty of Xbox Ones. No, no, no. I mean, you know, no. I'm talking about the PlayStation 4 because, mm. like, during the holidays, like they said, like, oh, the holidays, you know, Xbox. Oh yeah, console. yeah. It's like, well, of course they had some to sell. It's because in November. The PS4 outsold the Xbox One, but then ran out. Right. So in December, <laughs> the Xbox One outsold the PS4. Oh, it's funny. It's funny to see how how they like to say things and what really happened. Right. Let's keep it real, you know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Going into comic book news. Well, if you managed to catch last year's Robot Chicken DC comic special, you know how much fun it was to be part of. Well, it seems that we should be expecting a second special sometime this year. And to capitalize on the special, DC Comics will be releasing 
22 variant covers in March in the series' signature style, according to CBR. TV Guide has posted eight of um, the first eight pictures, starting with Aquaman number 12. And the cover had me laughing. The list of comics are are here. On March 5th, it'll be Action Comics number 29, Detective Comics 29, and Earth 2 21. Uh, March 12th, Batgirl 29, Batman 29, Green Lantern Corps 29, Justice League of America 13, Nightwing 29, Superman Wonder Woman 6. On uh, March 19th, Super, uh, Batman and Two-Face, number 29, Batwoman, number 29, you see a pattern here, uh, mm-hmm. Green Lantern, New Guardians, uh, 29, Harley Quinn, number 4, Justice League, 29, Wonder Woman, 29. On March 26th, <laughs> Aquaman, 29, Batman, Superman, 9, Flash, 29, Justice League, Dark, uh, uh, Justice League, Dark, 29, Superman, 29, T-Titans, 29. And on April 2nd, Forever Evil, number seven you can catch the uh you can click on the covers on the website lazygeeks.com there's some pretty funny ones in there like what was it uh aquaman sitting at a table at a seafood restaurant <laughs> <laughs> uh the harley quinn one is pretty funny she has all the heroes um buried up to their necks in sand and she's standing above them with the mallet <laughs> whack-a-mole baby exactly that book actually isn't that bad i've, I've been reading it the harley quinn one yeah i yeah. wanted usually I usually the harley quinn books are fucking stupid well like the old ones yeah because you only have so much to go on like harley quinn without the joker is a little i think they found a good a good place for it to fit as a solo character mm. but in the past yeah all she, all she really could do was talk about the joker she had no you had nothing Right. Without, you know, but now she has like a whole fleshed out story and shit, so whatever. <laughs> so whatever. As as her statue sits on top of my desk. Exactly. Beast. So, let's talk about something very serious, kids. Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Um, people weren't too happy about the costume choice for Quicksilver in X-Men Days of Future Past when it was first shown. Costume strayed a bit too much from the original comic version, and that could really stir up a lot of anger from a few comic book fans. It seems that this may happen again with Scarlet Witch in the upcoming film, The Avengers, Age of Ultron. Actress Elizabeth Olsen, who will be playing Scarlet Witch in the film, uh, has shared some details about her costume. Being that Olsen has to wear a cloak whenever she is on set and not filming to cover up the look of the costume from spying eyes, the details aren't very descriptive. Quote. Make quote, quote. Quote, quote. I don't think... I don't think Joss ever would have hired me, honestly, if he wanted me to wear those outfits. I am not a professional athlete, and nor am I a model. Wearing, these co- wearing those costumes wouldn't be fun for anyone who wasn't those things. He already had a different idea. It respects the and involves the comic book character, but it's different, more rooted. It's for someone today. She's, of course, referencing um, Scarlet Witch's extremely <laughs> sexualized costume in the comic books. Not to mention that big W red kind that of... That big thing on her head. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of a Hawkeye. Yeah, which Hawkeye is used funny. to look like. Yeah, with the big... Yeah, with that yeah. The yellow thing around his face. Um... She adds... Heavy purple outfit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
She adds, well, if someone walked around wearing what she wore in the comics, people would stop and say, what the hell? She thinks she's a superhero. Well, that, that might be a good thing for her. Ah, whatever. Move along from that. From what Olsen is saying, it seems that they are going for a more realistic costume choice like most of the modern comic book films. Personally, I think it, it would have been difficult to take the character seriously on the big screen if she were to wear what she wore in the comic book. We'll have to wait and see how it will turn out. It was obvious they were going to change the costume because if she wore exactly what she wore in a comic next to everybody else, she would look stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, she Even wouldn't... Thor is toned down and Captain America's got a new version of a suit. I think they kept real true to Captain America, but they made it make more sense. Right. You know, um, he's not just wearing spandex. Um, Thor, he just looks like he's wearing, um, like, ceremonial armor. Yeah. And then uh, everyone else is different. The, the, really, the only the only costumes that are legit legit are Iron Man, and even that it, it's they change it a little bit. The Hulk, the Hulk is the only one that's real legit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's CG. Beast mode. So that's it. I mean, I don't know. It's I mean, it's it's like when people like get pissy about like like that. It's like, come on. I mean, like people are like, oh, what's Hawkeye gonna look like? You know, it's like. Hawkeye's not going to have that big old mask on his face with the big old kind of triangles, you know, and the heavy purple outfit. You figure he's going to, it's going to be more rooted. So, you know, she probably, I don't know, I kind of, it, it must be hard to figure out what Scarlet Witch is going to wear, because she doesn't really wear a whole lot. No, I she mean, she's doesn't. she's a badass character. Same thing with Quicksilver. I mean, Quicksilver basically wore spandex with his underwear over it. You know. See, so. the thing, the thing is, is... A big part of Scarlet Witch was her sexuality. Right. You know, she was always trying to, you know, throw it around a little bit. So I don't know if they're gonna, they're gonna still have her be like that. Maybe just she's most likely just gonna make her flirty. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. You know, like she's just gonna flirt with the dudes. But um, we'll see how it works out. We'll see how Elizabeth Olsen works out too. I'm more worried about Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch than I am about Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah. To be honest, you know, because I know Gil Gadot can do it as an actress. She might not look the part right now, but we just saw some, uh, she was tweeting pictures of her up at that gym getting cut. Yep. You know, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Well, moving on into tech news, um, this one actually comes from The Verge, and, uh, this one here, some of you uh, T-Mobile customers or people that are considering going to uh, T-Mobile may find this a bit interesting. So T-Mobile is modifying its jump early upgrade plan later this month, and all of the changes aren't for the better. Coming February 23rd, jump customers will no longer be limited to two upgrades per year. Instead, you'll be able to upgrade whenever you want and as often as you want. But there's a catch. With the modified plan... Blah, modified plan (laughs) (laughs) you'll have to pay off at least half of the total cost of the phone before the upgrade for example on the old jump plan if you bought the 4s you pay zero down and 27 per month towards the cost of the phone which was 648 after six months you could then upgrade to the new phone by simply trading in the s5 of 5s and pay down the pay and pay down the payment often zero in the case of the upgrade after just six months, you would have paid $162, or 25%, towards the full cost of the iPhone 5. With the upcoming change to jump, however, you'll be responsible for paying at least 50% of the total cost of the phone before upgrading. In this case, you would have to pay an additional 162 
when you trade in your iPhone to get a new device. Uh, the new terms are very similar to Verizon's competing edge early upgrade program, which also requires customers pay off at least half the cost of the phone before upgrading. While the change does make Jump a worse deal for those who want to upgrade very often, the truth of the matter is there's very little reason to get a new phone every six months. Top tier phones like iPhone and Galaxy line come out once a year, and after a year of paying off installments, half of the total cost of the phone will be paid off, and you'll be the upgrade at no additional fee for no additional fee. Um, it's also worth noting that, however much of the phone's cost you pay using installment payments, uh, you're responsible for full taxes whenever you upgrade, making two or more phones per year a very expensive proposition. In addition to the change of the term plan terms. T-Mobile will be letting customers buy tablets on Jump. A T-Mobile representative tells The Verge that the changes announced today are about giving its customers more choice, but it seems likely that the character is on um, the carrier, the character, the carrier instead moved to stop a select few enthusiasts from getting a f new phone every six months on the cheap. A setup that likely costs um, that's likely costing the company. Nevertheless, customers who have signed up for Jump before February 23rd will be grandfathered into the plan and won't be forced to change. Jump announced last year that the first early upgrade plan offered by any of the major U.S. carriers, customers who chose to jump uh, to use Jump pay $10 per month to get the plan, and then the and the device insured with included it included with it and then pay a certain amount per month to pay off the total cost of the phone. In order to upgrade, customers had to trade in their phone. So, it seems, yeah, you know, it's like, when everybody was talking about T-Mobile, it was like, oh yeah, T-Mobile plan is awesome, no contract, blah, 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 and it's like, yeah, but do you really need a new phone every six months? I mean, the, the article makes a good point of, like, even, like, iPhones and the um, galaxies, they only come out once a year. And what fills in that six-month time frame? Yeah. HTC? Uh, Windows? Uh, exactly. So. Like, oh, we're, we're out too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, I knew they were going to tone it down. It was too good. It was too good for the consumer and not good enough for them. Right. Like, that, what that did, and it was perfect marketing. I mean, we're going to make this stupid awesome. It's going to make everyone pay attention to us, and then we're just going to scale it back just a little bit, and then everyone's going to go, ah, it's all right. Yeah. It makes sense, you know. Yeah, because what, what you have now is you have Verizon and AT&T, which were doing what T-Mobile's doing now, saying, all right, well, we're going to do this off from the offset. So then when people get into that plan, and do it, and then T-Mobile goes, oh, well, yeah, but now you have to kind of do something similar to what everybody else is doing. Then it suddenly becomes a, hey, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whatever. I mean. I can wait two years. I, I, I still think T-Mobile's on the come up, dude. Like, they're, they, they were about to fail, and then they're like, fuck this. And it's like they're just sitting in a room going, what do... What does everyone hate about the other companies? Let's do the opposite. You. <laughs> <laughs> you. And then the CEO is like, no, not me. No, not me, dick. <laughs> so. By the way, revoke his parking. 
Right. <laughs> so speaking of um, electronic security attacks, because <laughs> we were so talking about that, having already targeted several big-name news organizations, the Syrian Electronic Army, okay, has hit another. Uh, this, this this that sounds oxymoronic. Syrian electronic and army all in the same sentence just does not make sense. Does, Sy- does Syria's electricity even work right now? Because they are constantly at war, like it's a, constantly. It's a, it's a midget on a treadmill. <laughs> Keeps the power going. Offensive yet relevant. <laughs> so anyway, um, this time publishing just because it's racist doesn't make it any less true. <laughs> That's right. This time publishing a reported. 1 million user credentials from business site Forbes.com. Uh, Recode reports that the group posted various messages to its Twitter account claiming responsibility for the attack, sharing a screenshot of the site's publishing system, and indicating it accessed a Forbes employee's account in order to do so. Forbes, meanwhile, has confirmed the compromise, prompting users to change their passwords and be on their guard for a potential increase in targeted phishing attacks. While password, passwords were hashed, not stored in plain text, they, they, they oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just read the parentheses. Uh, when, a password, <laughs> when a password is hashed, it means it's, it's not stored in plain text. So you can't just like, oh, I found it, and then read it. It's, right. it's harder to find. Um, they may not be safe from enterprising third parties, um, so people who give a shit enough to look for them. Um, the site has since returned to normal, but the company says it's in contact with law enforcement to identify exactly what happened. Between this and the recent Kickstarter hack, it's been a lousy few days for database administrators, um, which is the career field that I'm looking to get into, so this is <laughs> splendid. Um, the, the This one, this one, I mean, they're always hitting big companies like this. The, one, the Kickstarter hack, though, kind of sucked. Like, it's Kickstarter, dude. Like, what are you doing? What's the point of that? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so Forbes, man. Nobody's safe. You know, this this can happen to anybody. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, Sony got attacked. It's just just a game company. Or or this guy is like, no, man. Everybody's fucking vulnerable. Everybody. Everybody. And he probably used a a high-ranking employee whose password is probably some stupid. (laughs) Password's God. Or password. We've all seen <laughs> hackers. Okay. Password me. Yeah. Password is um password. You don't know me. No, password <laughs> is, is gangsta gangsta, some old white dude. Password is it's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> oh man. Alright. As we do each and every week we find the company person or entity that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery and they become the lazy geeks douchebag of the week. Now this particular douchebag, um, I'm not exactly sure who is the biggest douchebag, but I think there's enough of douchebaggery in this to go all the way around. So, uh, did you know that you can be arrested for keeping a video rental? A South Carolina woman learned that the hard way when cops threw her in jail for failure to return a copy of Monster-in-Law to her (laughs) local video store. (laughs) Yes, you heard me right. Out of Monster. all the movies. Yeah, of all the movies. Monster-in-law. Uh, it wasn't even that good! <laughs> yeah. uh, 
THR reports 27-year-old Kayla Finley of Pickens, South Carolina, was picked in, uh, was taken into custody last week for failure to return a video rental to Dalton Video. Pickens had rented Monster-in-Law back in 2005 and thought it was a 72-hour rental. Well, she held on to it for nine years and counting. Turns out that is not um, that it's not just bad re uh, renters etiquette; it's a misdemeanor, penny larceny, in fact. Uh, by the way, this this article comes from Cinema Blend. Uh, Dalton Video reportedly sent Finley a series of letters demanding the return of Monster-in-Law. Why would you even demand the return of that movie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> but they seem to have gone ignored. When Finley failed to return the Jennifer Lopez vehicle, uh, Dalton Video filed a complaint with the cops, and a certified warrant went into effect on September 12, 2005. A copy of this warrant was sent to Finley and was overlooked. Of course, as stealing a copy of a lame movie isn't exactly high priority for the police, they never actively sought Finley out, even though the video store in question has gone out of business. Finley's warrant is still active when she went into the police station on Thursday, February 13th, to file a criminal complaint of her own. She was arrested on site and made to spend the night in jail. Paying $2,000 in bail Friday morning, she was released on her own recognizance. This is obviously very embarrassing. Aside from this minor offense, Finley has a record so clean that her crime went undetected for nearly a decade. And it's a crime so silly, especially this day and age of streaming video, that it makes that it's making headlines and making countless people associate her with a pretty embarrassingly bad movie. Uh, the, the article goes on to say just how much that movie made. But Finley has since spoken out about the charges against her. She wants you to know that she's not just so crazy about Monster-in-Law that she couldn't bear to part with it. She insists she never received the warnings or the warrant uh -huh, and uh, forgot that she had the movie at all, which is that, I believe. Yeah, because um, it's a forgettable fucking movie. Exactly. She said via her Facebook page, It's obvious that Pickens County has nothing better to do. I fully intend on fighting this. It's ridiculous that I had that, that this had happened to me. Honestly, after having her name and face splashed in connection with the monster-in-law in national news, hasn't she been punished enough? Straight up, dude. Seriously, dude. Leave the poor woman alone. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, oh my god, dude. It's like, first of all, why, first of all, why did you even rent the movie? Mm -hmm. That that that's where, that that that's where I kind of come into this. Is like, why did you even rent the movie? Why is this happening? <laughs> Freaking monster in law. I've seen that movie too. Oh, so have I. I've seen that movie too. That was ridiculously horrible. It's just so stupid. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Well, that is it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, a peace out. <laughs>